This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, what do I call you? Mr. Death? Death? Boss? Not yet. I'm Kevin. You will see this old man who looks similar to what Mithrin used to look like, but about 15 years older. And you will see that his entire hand is just basically one giant vambrace, all just armored to, like, the nth degree. But he looks you right in the eye and he says, Well met. I'm Florian. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Carl. And I'm Timsey, the despotic DM of Death Before Dishonor. Dashingly dashing ahead with all sorts of freeform creative ideas on the fly. Beauty to DMD. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Florian. And I'm Tinzian. I'm still here, the same as 30 seconds ago. Wrong chair, right place, etc., etc. It's all good. And this is still episode 192 in a semi-monthly, occasionally, series of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, obviously, Death Before Dishonor. So, again, I don't remember where we were last time, because I believe that we had a special holiday episode, which takes us out of our general our general stream of how we are running the campaign. So, Dungeon Master, you're going to have to catch us up on where we are with this. Okay, so, uh, welcome everyone. I'm in the big chair, therefore... Freddy, the co-GM, will be around at some point in time. And today we're going to play a little meta game, And it's for experience points for everybody, especially you Ooh. out there listening in at home. Whoa. Is it's the like sound... anyway. They don't matter. Is the sound Freddy, the co-GM, purring, or is Anatari snoring in real life? <laughs> you know my favorite sound? Every once in a while, Florian's mic gets a little bit funny. And uh, it sounds like a spaceman out in space. Like, all you hear is the jets go, I'm just thinking we're out Ooh. there hovering somewhere NASA's watching. Okay. <laughs> you managed to derail it faster than I could. That's nice. We have orbital burn, folks. All right. In our last episode, it was indeed a holiday special run by Xanatari. Um, I was a pissed off, kilt wearing, boot wearing woman. Yep. Not doing. Wait, what character did you play? I don't remember, <laughs> but you know what? I didn't do what she wanted me to do. I That's because just we couldn't solve the puzzle. We just we just never solved it. Riddle was too hard. Well, you know, when when the riddles require a large English degree to uh, at least begin to understand and. My God, have you never seen Fifth Element? Yes, but it also sounded like you were Thank trying God. to read 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 the Veda. You know, it's. <laughs> I was thinking of Beowulf. <laughs> Beowulf, yeah. Okay, whatever. Anyways, before that, way back in time, uh, the party was returning to uh, Winterhaven. And was uh, Cesar immediately his uh, gold sense went off, and there were saw the large stacks of gold that people were pulling out of a new mine that had appeared in town. Very industrious. Oh, and here we go with. Uh, come on, Freddy, get up here and let's get this out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And was starting to sound either the alarm or possibly trying to figure out how he was going to spend it all after he swindled out of everybody. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pick up. You guys are still in the air. You're circling around. Let us pick up with Cesar either raising the alarm or dropping it down. Well, I think we had actually gone over to where the keep of the Shadowfell is. Yes. Because... It was not the, there. Right. It wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So what? Um, and then and I believe I believe you raised a certain level of alarm there. So you're on the Cesar Alarm Tour 2017. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. Yep. We're going to hit Austin. Mm-hmm. That's right, because he Santa told Fe. Florian to look up the archives of Death of Cortisano in the dirt. Now I remember. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Mysterious um, archives. And, um, was Cesar flying with this thing? Um, no, I believe it's sanitary. Okay. Um, Quite well. Cool. Um, as they... Anyway, um, he'll say to to Xanatari, um, after you know they've noted that this doesn't look good. Uh, I think we should maybe see if anybody in town knows where this fortress went. <laughs> if they are aware that it's gone, or we're aware that it was here, but yeah, it seems to be connected. It was. Like I said before, I, I, I had a sense that, that it was maybe even part of the weird monster thing, so uh, I think it's kind of key to what we're doing here. I'm concerned that it was part of the thing we're chasing. We spent quite a bit of time in there, especially down in the deeper tunnels. Uh, yes, I think we should definitely find out what's going on. If this is, If no one remembers it... I have no idea what we'll do, so yeah, let's let's go and see where we're at. Yeah, it's it's odd because there's no sign of it. It's not like there's a huge hole or anything. It looks like it was never here in the first place, so that's what's weird. Let's that go ask. Be, let's go ask Jimmy. Jimmy the. the Jimmy John Bob. Yep. I think he's a cardinal now. Oh, Gerald the cardinal. Very nice. <laughs> it's been so long since we've recorded. He may have died and become a saint by now. Oh. <laughs> All right, um, Carl, what do you got? Anything you want to chip in on? Because you were never part of the uh, Keep of the Shadowfell, were you? No. No. So you're just looking at uh, treefront property there. <laughs> He's like, why is everyone looking at the dirt? <laughs> okay. Good addition, Carl. Moving on. <laughs> oh, uh, I was so... <laughs> okay, I didn't really feel... I'll talk to. <laughs> oh, yeah, Carl's got just uh, shrugs and uh, yeah, if you say uh, there should be a castle here, probably a good idea to ask people where it went. Okay. Alright, so you're gonna jetson the platform over to where in town? Right by the mine or the town hall? Where are you going? Where are the most people? Well, everyone's kind of spread out all over town, but a lot of people are coming out of the mine and stuff. I don't know if you wanted to obey, you know, safe flight restrictions or just land and crush a few people. It's all kind of up to you. Cesar, I I feel that the people that are underneath the ground might have a better idea of what we're looking for because uh, the last time, you know, the travel mechanism of this unknown creature is going to be using the ground, so maybe they have some kind of, you know, awareness of strangeness and tunnels, or noises, or something. Maybe we should talk to the miners. I, I, I definitely think that's a good idea, though I think that uh, in terms of getting information specifically about the keep, we'll probably have better luck with with uh, the the long-timers. People who, you know, live like here. Old? <laughs> hmm? Old no. people? Are you Did being you ageist, sanitary? <laughs> I think she's being ageist. How dare you! <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure, sure, just point the way. Anyway, no, I, I, I think the miners will have uh, good input in terms of what's going on with this new thing, but I, I think a lot of these are going to be newcomers to, uh, to the town. Well, you already grow. said don't talk to the young miners. You wanted the old people. I'm going there. To what, the old-timers or the young people? Not miners. Miners. Long-timers. Miners. What about the middle matters? They may have a mix of experience? No? Okay, fine. All right, so uh, you guys land somewhere, and a bunch of people walking around. So are you going for the old-timers or the miners? Because that was not clear. (laughs) I'm going to stop with the double entendre of the miners, because it doesn't seem to be going over. So go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> um, well, let's go check with my 
deputy mayor. I left one of those in charge, right? I think you did. I must have. You must have. If not, that would have been that would have been very irresponsible and thoughtless if I didn't leave someone in charge of the governing of this place. Cesar, obviously you've hired someone or uh, told someone that they are the deputy mayor, and uh, they've hired good good lackeys because they've obviously seen you flying over town in a grand inspection tour, and they're already in the middle of raising a small home uh, to flatten it out uh, near the town hall so you have appropriate parking for the platform. Um, they're going to probably not finish in time for you to land right now, but the town square could probably maybe fit you. But they're at least making an effort. That's good. Yep. And he'll hang up his, his mayor rearview mirror sign. Okay. So you land, um, managing to only crush approximately half of the possessions of the people that were just thrown out into the streets, but, uh... They don't seem to be taking it too hard, and the money's plentiful enough that I'm sure they'll be able to afford a, a nicer place somewhere else in town. Mm -hmm. um, the town hall appears to be quite busy and bustling, and your deputy dog uh, comes running out of the town hall waving sheets and sheets and sheets of papers. And without even making a perception check... These are mm -hmm. licenses. These are mm -hmm. titles. These are credit credit notes of large value. You can you can smell the money on these papers. Wow. Okay. Say, ah, dog! How nice to see you, Caesar. Caesar, this is great, great timing on your behalf. Obviously, your beneficence has. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be serious. I'm oh. tired. Oh man. That was a good attempt. I try. Now and then I try. That was nice. <laughs> Whatever. Well educated mayor. You got it. Benefinescence? My favorite band. <laughs> They are good. <laughs> they are good. It's bubbly. It just comes out of nowhere, hits you, and then you're like, mm, I'm going to stop playing that. Not effervescence, evanescence. <laughs> Benefinescence, effervescence. They, they're, they're like the, the follow-on side tour for Bananarama. <laughs> Obviously playing for Pink Floyd's The Wall. And yes... Tushar, beef in essence, the power of beef. <laughs> <sighs> All right, anyways, Deputy uh, Mayor is extremely happy dog, that are you're... Are you okay? <laughs> no, obviously I have a speech impediment. You seem frazzled. If I try to say or, we get bleeped. Don't, Don't worry. Or. Don't worry. Don't worry, Cesar. I'm, I'm good. I'm just excited. It's, you know, your benevolence has been so great that it's, brought prosperity to this town in ways that we've never seen before and probably won't see ever again until the next time you show up, at which point we'll just be more amazed at your great skill. Thank well, you for sounds... bringing all this wealth to town. Certainly. That's, that sounds accurate. Um, I would love to catch up, but as you probably would guess, we are trying to get something accomplished, as always, try to better this town and better it for the people living here. Your I'm... landing skills, sir, are excellent. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I take all the credit. Anyway. Um, um, sh shall we throw your friends in jail? Uh, we, ha we haven't done that recently. Excuse uh, me? Not, not yet. Oh, um, so, oh, and he kind of hides this book that he was carrying under an arm behind his back and... Um, Kind of edges back towards the building and tosses. I'm gonna use a minor action to have a cup, of, have water appear over his head, and have it fall. My my daily minor of using a filling up with water. Your daily minor? My Is daily it digging? <laughs> my daily minor. I only get this minor once a day. <laughs> really? Boom, go what? Chang chang. Boom, go what? Dig dig. No. 
Alexander the Great had a lot of daily miners. Yeah. <laughs> they called them slaves. <laughs> so, is it an old daily miner or a new daily miner? Because you haven't, you know, leveled recently. No? Okay. Alright. Alright. Uh, a cup of water over the lackey. Um, kind of ignores it. Goes, that's refreshing. <laughs> and... Yes! And uh, you probably are going to get penciled in now as a sub-minor deity of uh, rain. Um, anyways, the book is tossed back into the uh, town hall, and obviously Dog is waiting to find out what it is that you want, because he is basking in your greatness and probably gaining experience just by standing within the sphere of awesomeness. Got it. Um, Cesar will kind of nonchalantly walk, um, sort of circle around Dog and head back. As he's talking, he's going to start walking towards where he chucked that book, because he's curious what he's hiding from him. And, okay. um, he'll, uh, say, well, Dog, we were, we were wondering, um, you know, one of the, you know, when we first came to greatness here in, uh, in Winterhaven, uh, one of our, uh, endeavors was over in the Keep of the Shadowfell, uh, as I'm sure you remember. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Mo most epic. And uh, that brought us the drow and commerce and um, almost certain doom, but uh, you were able to do that with the, with the help of others, some who are not here, some who are, and uh, he kind of looks over and right, goes, right. Oh, oh, yes, 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 you too. No, not you. Um, he points to Carl, but... He goes, you've probably been involved with something because you've been with him, but to Xanatari, he yeah. actually bows and kind of actually starts groveling, but not nearly as much as he would to Cesar. What? I'm going to remember that he wanted to throw me in jail. I'm okay. writing it down. Okay. Whoa. Very good. Um, Cesar, do you want to do a perception check while you were uh, circling there? Sure. All right. Um, 38. Okay. The cover of the book looks like a copy of a drawing that you did for an engineering journal. And in bold platinum letters, like literally it's probably made out of platinum, uh, it says the most wonderful and auspicious history of um, Winterhaven as brought to you by Cesar, and then in much smaller type in Copper, and others. Ah. They revise history. <laughs> okay. Um, he's still curious why he was trying to hide it, from one of us at least, it seemed like. Um, so, uh, you know, he'll cut Dog off as he's, you know, blathering on about all of our deeds and say, yes, but the, the keep. So, uh, right, you remember it? Good. Yes. He'll kind of yes. look at Carl and especially Xanatar. Is he like, good, he knows it. Mm -hmm. He remembers it. Um, well, um, uh, where is it? <laughs> he kind of pauses, looks around, um, kind of you know, licks a finger, sticks it in the air, testing the wind, seems to be judging directions, and then accurately points off in the direction that the keep um, had existed, and uh, he goes, it's um, over there, mm, you know, a ways we don't go over there, because obviously you're, you all cleaned that out and took care of it and made it all nice, and we just haven't had a need to do anything, because, you know, the drow are most efficient at storage, and... Um, it's over there. Do we have a problem? Yes, kind of? we do. We do. He'll, if he's like, like you do, and she does, and we. Who is he? Who, who is he? Who? We. He. Dog. We. 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 Who? No, and he kind of point points at Carl. Like, who is he? Oh, that's that's Carl. He's with me. Carl Weiss. Okay. Um. He's a good guy. He could break you in half. He's pretty cool. <laughs> he would also apologize and call you yep. Mr. Mayor. <sighs> Deputy Mayor Carl. 
deputy mayor. Uh, and he mutters something about maybe not having enough space to engrave another name somewhere um, under his breath, and then he notices that you're noticing the book, and he actually kind of seems a little bit more pleased. But um, he kind of starts to minorly grovel towards Carl, but um, clearly doesn't have the curriculum vitae yet and mm -hmm. isn't quite sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so we, as in you three, have a problem, or we, the town, have well. I think it. I think it's fair to say, dog, that even if it were just us three to have a problem, it would be the town's problem too. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? The people. Mm -hmm. Um, is this going to interfere with lunch? We have a luncheon. We kind of saw you. We're kind well, of maybe I'll maybe I'll let you judge. Uh, see what kind of uh, reasoning you have in that that brain of yours. Uh, so... Let me just put put it this way. The keep, it's gone. Gone as in, wow, it's old, it's fallen over, it's just gone to rot, or... Is it the financial structure of this town when Cesar leaves after passing through? It's awesome. You mean it's <laughs> gone from the keep of the Shadowfell to the Grand Vizier's Palace of the Shadowsfell? Because, you know, that can be gone, you know, but... The, Problem dog? I don't think that sounds like a problem dog. No, but she gave an example, and you know, any time that you leave, our finances go through the roof. It's pretty damn awesome, actually. And he just kind of throws the coupons right. up in the air, or whatever the certificates and things, and sure. just kind of rains money. And you know, he's a happy, happy functionary. Well, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. And. It's it is gone, as in gone, gone. As it, as it, it looks like as it, as if it never existed. How many wagons did that take? I might ask you. Did you notice thousands upon thousands of wagons carrying pieces of the keep away and re-landscaping the entire plot so that it looks like nothing was ever there to begin with? So we have a dryad problem, druids. <laughs> Do, do you? Berries? Do Rogue you? bear? Rogue bear. Rogue bear. <laughs> Could have rubbed up against it. <laughs> Put it in a picketing basket. Don't know. Um, he goes, uh, wagons. Wait, yes, wagons. Lots of wagons. And he points over at the mine. That's kind of... Focus has been over there. Again, you've cleaned out the keep, so we were just kind of like, maybe someday we'll use it as... You know the win the winter winter haven resort. Yeah. Sure. Haven for winter haven. <laughs> Some days you just have winter so haven. much winter haven that it's so awesome. You need to go somewhere to relax and think about the winter haven, appreciate the more awesome, have that become baseline. Then you go back and you're like it's Disneyland all over again. Right. Okay. Well, dog. You've been very helpful. Um, by the way, what's this book? And he'll just pick it up. Um, do you open the book? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, somewhere at some point in time, whether some drunken haze or not, um, you actually pen the, pen the foreword of this book. And it's a history of the town based on your perspective, your notes... Um, apparently you turn things in and it's kind of a ghostwriter thing, but um, you can kind of quickly put together that uh, he was probably hiding it from Xanatari and um, the her. other guy because, you know, there's your history and then there she, they may have conflicting versions of the history. And... Mm -hmm. Is there an alternate fact history? <laughs> it could be. That sounds about right. <laughs> Don't get Cesar started on what he thinks is huge. <laughs> Carl. Yep. Um, they're bringing out more gold um, out of the uh, 
in. Uh, people are dressed up pretty nice. Even the folks that are working seem to have decent equipment. Um, even the drow don't seem to be, you know, nobody seems to be actually getting put to the whip to drag things out. It just seems to be a good time had by all. Doesn't seem to be a lot of alarm in town. Um, but you do see that there are still streams of people going in and out of other caverns that you are aware of, or cave openings, um, holes in the ground, and other bits that led to the Drow Kingdom below. So is there anything that you would like to do while uh, the fires of awesomeness are stoked for Cesar? Um, Carl takes a good look around and then uh, slightly nudges Santari and asks her, uh, so I take this wasn't like this uh, before you left uh, with all the gold and wealth like this Miss Centauri we're going to play I a meta game about... I'm sorry Carl I was distracted by the book and thinking about going to see Jim Bob Cardinal guy and I heard you ask something after looking at the end about gold can you repeat that again <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girl. Folks, we have a winner. It wasn't Freddy. <laughs> that was not the co-GM. <laughs> Episode 192, The Snoring. Ooh. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I'm very... Uh, Sorry for interrupting your daydream, Miss Santari. Um... <laughs> Calls are on it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so I take before you left uh, the last time your lovely city uh, was like this with all the gold and people dressing up like rich people. And we come back sporadically. Originally, when we first left, when we were young adventurers, it was not like this. But it's been quite a successful town since we kind of took over and have our own um, economic affluence. So, yes, people do well here, I think. Um, you know, yes, people do dress that way now. It wasn't always like that, but recently, yes. But still, we should be worried, shouldn't we, about those creatures attacking people after they get rich? Or... Yes, yes, that's why we're here, for sure. Um, I think maybe they've come across a recent gold strike that might be a little more than they've had before. I mean, it's been like a year since we've been back here, so it's hard to say. But I believe that the last place we were at, they started to get to find gold and be wealthy, etc., right before the attack. So might be a sign that, I mean, according to the direction of the, the hole in the ground and, and everything else, that definitely this might be the spot we're looking for. And as you know, I'm not very good at uh, social interactions. So self-aware. This Mr. Mr. Doc uh, here looking, trying to hide things and looking away while making grand gestures do you think he there might be something he doesn't tell us well carl it's really hard to tell if he's hiding something or if you know <coughs> perhaps says there have some kind of underground gambling ring and other ways of making money that might not just be visible to you and me so I don't know if I can make a decision about where this is all coming from or if he's hiding something specific about this or just hiding every single thing that Cesar's doing that's technically illegal. It's, it's hard to tell if I can determine which one. So I think we should go see Jim, Bob, Steve, Susan, whatever, who is the Cardinal, because there might be some kind of other indications as well as the minors. Because I don't know, I mean... This guy's a sycophant. He doesn't. I don't trust him. Yeah, uh, 
I would be very uh, lovely to uh, meet Mr. Jefferson. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jefferson. I was looking forward to that. But uh, would you mind me asking uh, Mr. Dog a question before or talking to him for a moment? Carl, if I could keep people from talking and control their conversations, this world would be quite different. You can certainly talk to people without my permission. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mr. Sanitary. Um, so he'll uh, pat some dust off of his, uh, his very fine Caesarian clothes <laughs> and walk over. And whenever um, Doc isn't talking to Caesar or uh, vice versa, uh, he'll slightly bow and say, uh, Excuse me, Mr. Doc, can I talk to you for a second? Um. Doug turns around and obviously thought that uh, you were a little bit further away and kind of does a um, complete start and takes a couple steps back and goes, the half. He just kind of narrows his eyes and gets a little bit closer and you just hear him go... Oh, I'm, I'm very happy that um, you And then he just kind of takes a step back, looks back at Cesar, sees that Cesar's obviously not distressed about this and seems to uh, try and calm down just a bit. So he's either heard of your great leaping ability or he's afraid of you. Ah, uh, yes, yes. You... Cray. Yes, indeed. Um, and you seem to be worried about this. And let me tell you, there's no reason to worry. As you see, I'm a half-orc. And you might be not aware of this, but my mother was a full-orc. That's why I'm a little bit green, a little bit big, and maybe a little bit slow at times. But uh, not my mother herself, but some member of his tribes uh, I heard Sometimes they ripped uh, the heads off of people's bodies, and that is probably not a nice thing to do. But you don't need to worry about he just, he just, dog, dog, Dog's lips just kind of quiver a little bit, and then a single tear <laughs> falls down his eye, and he kind of, kind of slumps to his knees and starts crying before, you know, about yeah, ten seconds later, starts kind of crawling, crawling into, into the, uh, back into the town hall and muttering <laughs> something about his family and his... Oh, just... Carl gives a very uh, friendly wave and so, oh no, you don't understand me. Uh, you don't have to worry one thing because, as you see, I'm not an orc. I'm a half-orc. This means I can't rip off your head. I can only rip half of your head, which <laughs> is probably not as bad. So, is there something... You probably don't want to tell us, but you should tell us. <laughs> Dog, that is Dog. the most polite intimidate check I've ever heard. That is amazing. Dog Dog spins around on his knees and points a finger at you, and you can almost not hear the crack of electricity from a lightning bolt shooting forth from it. Your kind killed my family! Twice! They had a necromancer and they raised him up just so they could kill him again? Statistically... What? What? Sanitary steps slightly in front of... What? And he just starts sobbing again. <laughs> Alright, I think we're done with Dog right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no more conversation for you! He just, uh, he just, he just, he just kind of crawls over to the puddle that you had made earlier. He, he, he comes back out away from the thing and goes back to the puddle from where you splashed him. Just so that way he has an excuse in case somebody thinks that maybe he might be crying. He can save face by just saying no. He's observing the health safety problem caused by this puddle. So he's, he's trying to, you know, buck himself back up again here. So, yeah. Yeah, he'll be fine. Come on. Oh, let's, uh... Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time, Ixnay on the Orke 
Ed Hay, Dipping Ray, Off A. Oh, <laughs> uh, sure, I'll try to less look less orcish next time. Okay. Xanatar, you are off to your church. Well, I'm going to admire the magnificence of uh, how impressive this has become since it was a shrine and is now like a cathedral, giant towers and clearly a lot of stone, but doesn't seem to be the same stone as the keep portion. It's checking. It is, it is evidently Our Lady of the Electrified Prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that's the sign out front. Very important not to have metal as part of cathedral so that's that's you know important in there um they don't have plastic but glass is used throughout it uh, is it is it is it is made of the finest local stone um in fact all of the flying buttresses are magnificent the whatever the hell the spouts are that um you know carry the water away if you look at Washington National Cathedral, they've even got a Batman um, that serves as a, a water spout. But um, all of the water handles or all the water spouts are coming out of either the eyes or the mouths or of great enemies, real and more often imagined, of Our Lady. Uh, in fact, the entire... that the hole in the wall is fixed from the last time the dragon visited. Um, no. They actually kind of made it a large arch because they sort of figured that this stuff might happen again. So <laughs> there's a big, 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 giant-ass door that's... People will wonder what the hell this thing is, but for now, it'll probably save repair costs and mm -hmm. pay back for itself at some point in time. Sooner than later, they figure. Um, in fact, every single wall is held up with the exception of the wall that has the giant door in it for a dragon um, uh, is held up by a massive and glorious statue of you either intimidating the hell out of something shocking the hell out of something or for wall number three pondering what the hell is going to happen next with your awesomeness okay well xanatar feels right at home here and make sure to go in looking for perhaps a back entrance where there might be an office for, you know, the officiant of whatever his cardinalness is at this point. As she goes by, seeing one of the giant statues of her with sword out, um, kind of, <laughs> kind of quietly uh, takes uh, the the pommel, I guess, of a knife that's in her pocket and and kind of really quickly hits away this this basically buckle made in stone that's appearing next to this statue um, to make sure that there's no you know effigies of a belt buckle or lightning or interrogation or anything that might be represented with a statue and uh, you're gonna need back. you're gonna need to get some crafts people out probably <laughs> you're saying you're there's a lot of these representations. It is Our, Our Lady of the Electrified Prisoner. Yeah. Every Sunday, it's a captive audience held <laughs> by great, there's great a bowl sermons. Of, there's a bowl of metal pins or brooches at the, at the there front. Is. Everybody has to put one in their mouth as they go in. Instead of uh, communion, you're saying people go up and take a piece of At together. every pew, they're, they're, you know, you go in barefoot, you put your feet in some, you know, water. It's, it's mm -hmm. all the holy water. It's, it's great. Uh, it's great. Okay, well, rolling her eyes, she'll continue onward, looking for perhaps for this, uh, this religious uh, cardinal, pope, so, bishop. Is to be to be actual on the inside it is a uh, a, a great and massive church um, a lot of room for the for people to stand as well as for sitting uh, there are no troughs of water it's uh, much more reserved inside um, more statues of you of course and there are nods to your deity in small areas here and there. You've never seen your deity, of course, aside from at a distance, but um, 
there's room for uh, ventilation that's somewhat concealed, so you occasionally will get a puff of wind or feel kind of a breeze going through. There's, in some ways, um, a good hint of magic about the place. There's, in fact, its its own small weather systems inside. <laughs> wow. The ceiling's that high? No, it's, it's not so much that the, it's high. It, you know, it's a very nice thing, but it's not like the Boeing, um, the height of the Boeing uh, hangar. But there's definitely some magic in to make it, if it's a rainy day outside, they could produce some sun or they could, you know, I, he- I hear the winter festival is amazing here in the middle of June or whatever passes for that. It's great. Snow cones. Yeah, so Hogwarts dining hall, is that what you're Yeah, sure, why not? <clears throat> Um, um, you find, you do find, uh, your guy, he is of a rank that, um, you haven't quite, um, listed down as to what he is, but he kind of figured that he had enough experience points to advance and stuff, but he's in a very small, tiny office, um, uncluttered, but definitely not trying to take any sort of, uh, power grab from you. Um, I'm going to approach him and see if he recognizes me. Uh, he does indeed, and in fact, he stands and, and, and gives you a small small bow and uh, welcomes you warmly to um, back to the church and back to town. And you can definitely tell he's trying to make sure that you're at least possessing the minimum number of limbs versus uh, additional pairs that he may need to smite because... Uh, you know, in the order you smite first, ask questions later. Okay, uh, I'm going to go up to him and I'll say, uh, greetings, uh, I'd like to introduce my friend Carl, and you probably know Cesar. Um, you know, Carl, uh, say hello to, and then just wave for him to fill <laughs> uh, Hello, Mr. Uh, Jeff Jefferson, my name is Carl. Uh, before, uh, before I... S- uh, by accident, startle you. Uh, did uh, orcs kill your family? Cherry's <laughs> so gonna whisper under, but shh, shh, not the orcs. He turns and pauses, and uh, he goes, "No, um, actually, my family's just fine, and uh, um, yeah, they're they're doing pretty good. They've got a nice little cabin out by the keep of the Shadowfell, and um, I'm meaning to go visit them at some point in time here soon." Very good. It's been a very good time. <laughs> yes, well, enough of the formalities. <laughs> by the way, none of you saw a cabin out by where that is. Yeah. Oh, you mean it was near the, the keep that's now gone? Yeah. Oh, um, hmm. when's the last time you uh, visited your family there, Father? I've been, I've been really busy. Um, Lots to do. Your uh, your your people here are, are very busy, and uh, probably last last fall. Wow, that's that's some time. That's mm. that is that very very busy. You you are a relentless task mistress. <laughs> yeah, well, good good on you for being diligent about your work. Um, mm-hmm. so have you noticed anything unusual? You know, talk maybe confessions or. You know, forced confessions from the miners, perhaps, you know, um, some conflict maybe out in the woods that you're hearing about. Um, um, no, things have been relatively quiet since you've been away. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've had any large dragons or golems or demons. Uh, there was a small um, knoll issue um you know they were kind of a bother for a little bit but we got we got rid of them and uh they're hmm he kind of thinks oh they're down in the he kind of pauses and looks over at the calendar and um there's different hash marks um in the calendar and he's kind of doing some quick math uh they might be down in the... Are you saying you imprisoned the gnolls and forgot about them? You're very busy. You were very busy. Uh-huh. Taskmistress. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's the edict. It's it's thou shall only partially feed thy enemies. It helps bring bring forth their zeal to you. We, we may have to review the canon um, here shortly. It's fickle However, like fickle like the weather. <laughs> okay, well you you check on those knolls, and um, I guess we we have some urgent business over with the miners. Oh, but... oh, the miners. Yes. Um, are you back to take an accounting of all the funds? Or uh, is there something going on that I need to rally the town? Or um, is this a social call? Or have I done something and I'm about to be sent into the great electric beyond? <laughs> Has there been a... As you're talking about funds, have you noticed any difference in the funds in the last few months? Uh, considerable. Um, ever since the found uh, the mine and the extra cavern and stuff. It has just been there gangbusters. An extra cavern? Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what extra cavern? Well, after the Keep of the Shadowfell thing that you guys did the wonderful job with and the town started growing and we inherited the drow that we're good to you this mean point, the one right? the town? We're good, we're, we're good to this point, right? Yeah. Right, right timeline? I, I know time kind of works weird for you guys, from what I hear. Are we good to this point? Drow? Underground? Yes? Yep. Good? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, the drow like to explore. They do the whole kind of underground thing. It's their shtick. And one day, one of their people found, um, surprisingly, only about, you know, a foot of stone in between them and a brand new... Well, not brand new, because, you know, it's underground and stuff, and it's been there for a while, but um, a new, huge cavern to expand into. And <clears throat> um, had tunnels and everything, and they've, they've actually found quite a bit of resource. And as you can see, we are diligently trying to um, make use of it. And he kind of leans in a little bit closer, and we're trying to hide some of it so that way the gold doesn't become worthless. And then he kind of winks at Cesar for <laughs> properly making sure that money matters. Yep. Uh, okay, let's, let's, um, maybe we should just call a special meeting and make sure that all the miners are out of the mine. And possibly, uh, any of the entrances to the mine, we should kind of move people from there just temporarily for the next few days because we're going to be exploring in there and you know how that goes sometimes. Just make sure that no one's in the area. I think I'm going to read between the lines and go, you want the people well away from the town because it could potentially fall into a giant hole. I can't really say what will happen. Or uh, temporal nexus. No or plans. lightning's gonna hit here. Light, lightning will probably hit that. You know, we'll make it a holy day. Uh, you know, our our lady of the dodging <laughs> bolts. <laughs> you can make it a contest. You know, um, who can run the fastest? We'll make it a a marathon. <laughs> who can run the fastest, quietly and most orderly away? Just be prepared for anything. Oh, oh, with your ladyship, we are always prepared for everything. <laughs> At which point he kind of hit, he hits a button and the office kind of gets a little bit larger and the walls drop. And behind him is sort of this prepper's paradise of supplies and dungeoneering equipment and weapons and everything. This is kind of the, um, the opening, what turns out to be the opening point for a uh, siege preparation area. <laughs> And he's like, yes, we are very prepared. So um, I'm going to go ring this, the special bell. And I'm... I hope that's a wooden bell. Can I stop reading between the lines here at this point and just kind of ask, <laughs> are we dead? I think you should just, you know, I think you should just follow those instructions and, and we'll get back to you on, on the plan. And she turns and looks at Cesar and says, okay, so um, I think we've gotten some answers here. 
you feeling like you want to visit this cavern? I think that's the logical next step, really. I don't, you know, that's that's the one, that's definitely one thing that we haven't gotten in any of the other places, is seeing what's going on down there before shit happens. Okay, I'm not really fond of these underground expeditions, so go ahead and I'll follow you. Um, Cesar, can you, um, roll for willpower? Roll for willpower? Okay. Clearly Cesar has very low score when it comes to willpower. Or just whatever, however the hell you want to do it, just kind of wing it and shit something up. Let's just see what I roll. Just gin something up here. I rolled a 17. Yeah, um... You, you don't feel like, uh, you've been feeling a little weird ever since you walked into the church, and um, as, as you're starting to disengage from this conversation that you are obviously not directing, um, you realize what, what's kind of weird and has you unsettled. It, it's not the potential impending doom, it's not um, the ardent zeal of whatever his title is, Joe Jim Bob, Bartholomew, Mark. Um... It's that this place is sacrosanct, and by that it has no tie-in to you. You're kind of away from your source of Cesarness. Mm, I see. My ego is not being fed. No. My ego is hungry. It desires <laughs> grapes from peasants and... Got it. Um, though maybe with a roll of a 17, he resists the urge to whip out that book and just start orating at a very high volume. It is the, the place to orate, though. It's got it's great acoustics. God, look at that lectern. Oh, my gosh. And you the can, acoustics in here? You could, you, could, you could just have the thundering power mm-hmm. stroke of just whatever. Um, Carl, uh... You can now fit into the office if you um, wished, or if you want to go anywhere else. Where would you like to go? Uh, you wander over to uh, to, to, to Jeff, um, and uh, oh, before we go down exploring the caverns, um, as you're, I take you're an expert on this matter. What's the past form of to smite? Wow. He considers. Mm-hmm. Is it smitten? Well, the past tense and pretense and future tense of it is actually a derivative of the local language called Tuzanatari. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because it could have happened in the past, it probably will happen in the future, it could be happening right now. To Xanatari. And he leaves um, singing one of the High Holy songs, Shock to the Heart. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds so damn good in that hall. And he is just, he is is very happy to see you, that you are back, and, um, you know, he had things in control, but now the things are going to go out of control. He is evidently glad that uh, your grace is, is, is back sanitary. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Carl, do you, 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 have, you have your question answered. Are you going to go with them, or are you going to go make your own way around? Uh, no, he'll uh, follow Sanitary and Cecil. Okay. Uh, and also... Um, uh, the trow were they still in the currents that we're going to visit now, or was this another place that they they dug out for themselves? I'm not too sure. um, I think he's talking to you too. Yeah, I think. <laughs> well, last time they had a camp outside of this. Village, and then we insisted that they be allowed in the village, and they had some tunnels underneath the village. So, not quite sure where they reside right now. Um, you know, there's a city down there. You're what? You you know, there's a city down there. You've been down there. Okay. Well, I mean, the the city was under the keep, right? There was a city under the keep, but then you blew that up, 
yeah. and destroyed that with Bert. So yeah. they all came here and they started digging down and they formed their own city underneath. Okay. I wasn't sure. What... We like. There's papers know. in the archives. Someone signed <laughs> for it. There's a thumbprint, an X. There's. Yeah. You know, there's That's some cool. zone. Zoning, zoning happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got drow. Got it. Okay. So, I think uh, we should make sure that they're still there, and if they um, are, which I hope, uh, that they are evacuated as well, because I don't... I've got a strange feeling that those people in your lovely town don't really care much about people that aren't humans. Well, uh, dog is, you know, that's extenuating circumstances. A group of people who looked a lot like you brutally massacred his family and village multiple times. So you could, you could maybe cut him a break. I don't know. Maybe everybody else is racist, too. I don't know. The, the rest of the town hasn't treated you bad, Carl. Nobody's, you know, tossed any fruit your way. Aside, aside from one vendor did toss you an apple, but it was, you know, an underhanded <laughs> just, hey... You're with them, so therefore you probably deserve free swag. So, that, but nobody, nobody else has given you the, the evil eye, um, yet, that you're aware of. Okay, so I probably um, misunderstood Jeff when he talked about uh, the nobles and that the trow are doing their own thing. Um, okay, this uh, was um, out of character question. I yep. thought that. Uh, that Jeff had mentioned the trials and uh, the trial and that they wanted off something or, or had a, a current for themselves or something. Yeah, the um, the drow have essentially built a city underneath the town. So they have they they've essentially made their own cavern, their own city, whatever their their shtick is. They they're kind of doing it down there. They made a place. And would this place be connected to the mines? That's to be figured out, okay. but somebody okay. while exploring and making more Drow City came across a very weak section of what turned out to be only a foot-thick wall between their space and new cavern of, well, it's an old cavern because it's oh, underground right. and the whole geography oh. thing, but... Yes? You never flipped it to image, so people are looking at 20-sided dice. Oh, no, I, I know that. It's because our images weren't actually coming up into the overlay. So oh. I figured instead of everyone staring at, hey, dumbasses can't do an overlay, and then looking at me <laughs> in the chair is going, well, dumbass number one sitting in the chair, I decided that I would rather stare at the very nice looking golden d20 device and hope to skate by until it was too late and not have it mentioned and called out especially in a greater grandiose way highlighting my self dumb assness in the chair by mark, not getting the overlay temperature done bull bull and mark are on facebook telling me that hey you guys lied it's just a 20 sided dice you're not actually streaming i just thought maybe we forgot i'm sorry <laughs> you know we can we can we can either ha we can either have the wonderful lines of nothingness that will come up in a moment and hi bull and hi jb um or we can have this and you know this to us is now but this to them in 30 seconds will show up as now for them, but it's our past. But <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. At I some point now, like, you know, see, I see now on the stream, they'll see that, wow, they can, wow, that's you know, wow, Tinsian can really get a fast podcast out over really good content distribution network, but he has no clue how you do this overlay thing. So therefore, he left it alone instead of going, hmm, I can engineer something different and poke at it and A, be distracted from this great podcast, or mess something up and possibly have to get the evil eye and lasers later for having messed something up. So instead, I went, hmm, it might be safer for me to just click on a dice. 
Well, they I just want you to know that Bull says it is an awesome D20. It is. Just letting you know. It is. Okay. Bull, that's all her pick. <laughs> I like I it. I love it. But that's... That that hurt. Okay, carry on. I'm sorry. Short oh, oh I've been carrying on for the last four minutes about this thing. It's over. <laughs> if you wish me to expand... <laughs> On this topic, I will be happy to. No, we're good. Carry on with the game. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 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 Yes. You can listen to more at deathbeforedishonored.com, where we have episodes. Or we can go back to the discussion of the drow. We can have the discussion of the drow. I, I was ready, but, you know... Bull just had to live up to his namesake and come. I'm sure that we maintain excellence. Sorry for, the, for demanding that we maintain excellence. <laughs> Says the one that lost the meta game between the cat and snoring. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't asleep. I got distracted by Pinterest. Shut up. You. <laughs> Is that what they call what's projecting on the inside of your eyelids? Freddie, the co-GM, is is over here. He is not buying a damn bit of this. Are you? No? Okay. Um. Damn. Bull in a china shop. Sorry. That's basically Zanatari's middle name. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Carl, there is another cavern that's down there that the drow found, and there were some tunnels that they found further off of that. And had gold and a whole bunch of other things. That's the out-of-character thing. Okay. Do you need any greater explanation than that right now? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's okay. All right, so, uh, yeah, Carl just uh, going back to... is like, always trading behind Centauri and Cesar, looking amazed at the wealth and the uh, statues of Centauri. It's a small dog for him. <laughs> Okay. Never understood the lyrics of the song. <laughs> I'm American and I still don't understand the song, but you gotta hum it some days. But you just sounded so so forlorn. It's like you know they're leading the guard, and you're you know. Mm. So poor Carl. Oh yes. Okay. A little bit tired. It's mentally four a.m. for him. For him now. <laughs> okay. Um, let us go around the virtual table one last time, and then we'll uh, we'll call it. Uh, Zanatari, do you have anything to add? Essentially, just that I guess we're going to go to this uh, tunnel at some point, and I'm sure that will start a second leg of the adventure. But in the meantime, Zanatari is content with the information she's found out. It looks like everything is still running, you know, well here, and we've gotten ahead of where the creature is. So. Um, she's just a little bit concerned about, you know, an imminent attack and is trying to make sure that people get pulled out of the danger areas in the meantime, but okay. otherwise. Um, by the way, uh, just because I know you like to ask uh, now and then, you, without rolling, you did not feel that uh, anybody within the church or anyone that you've dealt with so far is under any sort of mind-influencing magic, and you did not feel that there was anything disrupting the... Um, I want to say spirit, but the the grace of your church. There was nothing that seemed to be out of place uh, that would cause you discomfort. Well, I knew by his rude attitude that he was definitely not under any kind of magical influence. So, a- okay. actually, he was he was he was very nice to you. Mm. So, um, Cesar. Yes. Do you have anything before we uh, close this thing out? Because I have a little description to give after you are done, and then I will toss it to Zanatari. Um, not really. I mean, I, he got, you know, he wasn't really expecting too much from uh, Jeremy, whatever his name is. Um, Dog wasn't too much help, so I guess he's resigned to going to the source himself, so he's pushing to go underground. Okay. As the party steps out into the light of afternoon within the town, 
Overhead, a great bell starts to ring out. And after about 10 seconds, three other bells start to ring out. And uh, out of character, it is um, the bell version of Morse code for SOS. And soon after, throughout the entire town, other bells begin to pick up. And with that, surveying your domain, I toss to Xanatari to take us out. Okay. Before I take us out, I have an announcement that has just kind of been released in the news. So I thought I'd The news. For those who like Penny Arcade and go to PAX conventions throughout the year, uh, there is a new one being created called PAX Unplugged, which will be November 17th through 19th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. That's oh, that 19th really is a wonderful, wonderful time. Yes, it is. November 19th is a very special day for those mm -hmm. birthdays. Um, mm -hmm. But the cool thing about this is it's completely tabletop-oriented. So now it's going to be board game, card game, and other tabletop games, which generally the PAXs are video game oriented. What if you're drunk and under the table? Is it still considered tabletop? That's just regular packs and packs stuff. Mm -hmm. So this is special. So if you are a tabletop gamer, and if you're listening to this, you probably are, um, packs Unplugged is something to check out. Um, I'm going to look into it too. So We'll announce it there from, uh, from our friends in the press at packs. I have, I have an Go additional ahead. news. Um, probably not recording next Friday. We are moving command centers, and uh, it is requiring a mass, massive rewiring of everything. So, um, probably not going to record next week. But afterwards, you probably notice a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathbeforethesummer.com uh, on iTunes, which is our generally main point of streaming. Or you can find us on Twitter at DeathD4. To my audition. Yes. Um, also, we are opening for cast auditions, if you do every once in a while, uh, to see if we can get some NPCs, except for your players, but NPCs, onto the show and possibly full-time cast people. So if you're interested in playing D&D, &D, you can be available Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, hit us up. As with a PM on at DeathD4 for Twitter, or you can find other means of contacting us on DeathD4Dishonor.com. So stay tuned, not next week, but the next week, and we will have a new live streaming episode. Bye. 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 Bye.